Welcome everybody back to the Spin Rack. Today I'm here with my boy Petey and we are talking about Hamilton. Yeah, you know, one of the things we wanted to touch base on is that this movie has come out on Disney Plus and is trending. It's one of their top shows right now. Everybody's out there watching it. But the question is, they're watching it because it's good, which I think a lot of people think, or is it because it's cut because of the controversy about whether Hamilton actually represents, um, is actually a, a true representation? So here I am with my boy Petey. Petey, can you give us a little background here? Um, Hamilton is a, a musical that uses a lot of hip hop, uh, the hip hop genre, to tell the story. It's very much a musical, top to bottom. Rarely any spaces. Has a little bit of R&B, a little bit of just a plain ballad, but it's a lot of hip-hop to tell the story. A lot of dance, and I guess we'll get some more into it, but basically telling the story of Alexander Hamilton and how he helped, uh, you know, the, the obviously the, the America, become the United States, and then, of course, how he fell from favor and some of his struggles after that. So they, um, there's obviously a plot where they hint to you what's going to happen, but if you know the history... You know what happens to him in the end, but it gets to his life, his love life, his, um, his struggle in politics, post the, you know, the formation of America, a little bit of um, George Washington in there too, and some of his rivals. So, Thank you. That's good, Petey. And the, the, the story that was based on was, of course, based on Hamilton's life as a biography. But um, Lin-Manuel Miranda, the, the, the producer, and actually who plays Hamilton in the um, play and the one who wrote it, is... Um, the one who wrote it is he is um, he he was reading this book by Ron Chernow Hamilton. It's a freaking humongous book, you know, um, and was just so fascinated with the history. And he's like, hey, we need to be able to do something with this, and wanted to try using rap on Broadway. And people were like, no, no one's going to look at this. It's too long. Having a cast that's uh, multi-ethnic, you know, a diverse cast and. They kept on telling him no, but what ends up happening? This show comes out, and it's a humongous hit because you know it's it's a it's, it's his version of explaining history. Of course, they're not talking about every single aspect of it, but you know, to him, he's able to pull out some of the stuff and 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 do a show. The show is what nearly two hours, and the book is like over five hundred pages. It's humongous, so there's no way you're going to get everything in the book into the um into the play and yes while miranda definitely highlights um some of the more positive um of the main character because the show is called hamilton and he also do some of the things that he, he, he was doing wrong too it didn't highlight for some people enough about slavery and so therefore there'd been a campaign to 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 um, um knock the show or or boycott the hamilton stuff which i personally think is nuts sorry peter you want to say oh, something i was cutting in i'm sorry um, the thing is like this, the thing is like this, whenever there's something of a, of, about a black figure outside of, um, Ray, most of the time it gets marred in, Hey, or what's it that, um, Selma, like Selma got say, Hey, this isn't, this, this isn't exactly how things happen and this, that, and the other, not understanding drama and not understanding any historical piece, I think it was Spirit of, of seven, 1776, that was a play on Broadway. They don't give you everything. They don't go have them at home terrorizing the slaves and stuff like that. This is entertainment. And of course, in doing a musical, I would say even harder with hip hop because there's much more line, much more lyrics to worry about. So yes, you get some of the repeat thing of the songs, but with hip hop, 
you're getting a ton of line after line after line after line. And to keep that without it sounding um, like the dull areas when you get to like the old school hip hop, and this has some elements to it because it's using a lot of dynamics that you've seen Big Daddy Kane do in the songs like he's done on Lean On Me where he describes the whole movie in a song. Um, a lot of the stuff you see, like we would look at more liken it to what Eminem does, but other people have done that. Jay-Z done that fast style of storytelling, like Nas has done this. Like, so using that hip-hop storytelling to tell this story, you cannot decide that I'm going to also show that. And it's like, ultimately, they don't also say how, you know, the Indians' ways of government work into this. So you can't get everything in here. You have to decide, you have to give a person a feel. And then they do say something about slavery. It's just not trying to show, here, let's cut it back. Okay, here's um, George Washington. Let's cut to him being terrible to some slaves. So we checked off this box and said, yep, look at that. We dealt with slavery and how bad it was. Like, that's not what a story is. You have to go in and say, what was the story they're telling? Do you, are you entertained by it? And does it cover enough? That's the thing you're going. You're dealing with it as a narrative. And even documentaries go for narrative over doing exactly line for line history. So, I yeah, and, and yeah, and and I commend them too. And I think that's a great explanation there, Petey, because it's it, the fact of the matter is, you know, there are a lot of great people who've done heinous things or been involved in heinous things, and we constantly overlook many of the things that they've done, especially in film and movie and stuff. And if you really want to find out more about them, it's the onus is on you to go out there and start learning more or look for those types of media or art that they depict that they're doing, you know? Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. This is just a different version of it. You know, like for example, um, Gone with the Wind. Some people love that movie and I'm not adverse to people watching the movie. Some people also be Brian and be t- there's a group of people there who, who want to, that's something that they want to see and that's what they want to continue to watch. I have no problem with that. I also like the fact that um, HBO Warner has put like, uh, um, I guess a, a historical footnote, exp- uh, notes basically explaining more about the, the time and place. So the people are more aware of it, but that doesn't take away from people who watch the movie, enjoying the movie in, in whatever context they have. And I think the same thing goes here with um, Hamilton. I think people are going to enjoy this movie for what the show, for what it is. You know, I mean, when it came out, it was a huge smash. The president, Obama, saw it several times. They played at the White House. They had, I mean, the tickets were unbelievably huge. And, and now to come back and say, well, hey, he didn't have enough of the depictions of, of, of what he did with slaves. is just, It's just so wrong. We should just ban it. It's like, give me a break, bro. Get, get, get a hold of yourself. Well, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. If you, if you feel so much like that, you need to sit down and write your book about Hamilton and write your play about Hamilton oh. and then, then go for it. You know what I'm trying to say? Well, but people have done that, and they've almost done it as not understanding what narrative is. Like, they're throwing out the basic things and saying that I needed to see this or else I'm not going to accept this thing. Where it's just like, yeah, you know, throughout history, well, the thing is, it is, as I already said it before about the narrative, but it's just like, you have to just say, what was the story they're telling and were you entertained? And that's the thing that over time is like, I mean, America has being, what was it? I think um, a comic artist, he was saying, since we had to come up with our own new heroes, like a lot of times, not, and these are people in government. 
So we this is a little different than us picking like um like Jesse like different people from the West as our new Billy the Kid, like stuff like that. Where we're making heroes out of people that weren't necessarily heroes, but they do make for a good narrative. And that's the thing. It's like ultimately they're gonna be warts on these people of government where they were like, you know, like you know, like it's the Bill of Rights and all these rights for men meaning directly for just men and not for people of color, like this, that, you know, thing, like, you know, that sort of thing. So it's, it's like there is warts that are there, but you can't decide that I need to show the warts all the time. And uh, the other controversy I would you speak on of the people of color playing these parts that are mostly, you know, either immigrants or white, uh, or white people. When did I speak on that today? No, I said we should speak on that now, today. Like are, saying why, like the, like um, having people of color playing, you know, white people in this story. Right. I mean, I think this was just another way of of, of depicting. It. It's like you, you, we have that. It's tough because basically what you're saying is that you know if someone's a particular color, they can own only that people and that particular color can do it. And and you have this where you have in, in, in shows where they use. Um, I think there was this, I forgot the name of the, the, the artist, a voiceover actor. And so he says he's no longer playing a particular character because it's a character of color and therefore should go to an African-American. And, you know, my thought is that he's been playing the character for such a long time, but previously, why didn't they go after African-American character or a Latino character or whatever? You know, I think sometimes the best way to do it is who's the best guy for the job. But, you know, let's also give those of color a chance to see if they can also get this particular position. And it shouldn't just say, well, it's only reserved for a position of color. And that's, that's my big um, problem there. Um, I think we need to just definitely open it up. If you, if you give people opportunities, they'll, they'll surprise you and show you what they can do. If you don't give them an opportunity and say, well, I'm just going to pick my buddy because down the block, he just sounds perfectly like the way it should be. I think that's yep. when you start having problems. Um, you know, it, 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 it's, it's a slippery slope. But this, I think they were just trying to do a little different with this whole hip hop musical where you're like, well, we're going to have all the main characters be of, uh, of diverse characters, you know, I mean, diverse, from diverse communities, black, Latino, Asian, and, you know, utilize that to just show you, we can say the American story just as well as anything, anybody else. And it will be entertaining. You know, it doesn't take away from it, you know? Um, right. I mean, what's your thought on that, Petey? Well, my thought of it is that there's a history in theater in general, like this is different from film. It's history of theater where black people weren't in the American theater at times. Like they weren't like in, in a lot of the big plays like Shakespeare, even though Shakespeare was sort of something that you would, it was meant to be updated. They, they wanted it to be something where you could update it, contemporize it, do different things. And of course, um, one of his second craziest ideas to do, which was Orson Welles, to do an all black version of Macbeth, which was called Voodoo Macbeth. And people said it couldn't be done that they, that these black actors could not do this piece. And then it was, you know, it had multiple standing ovations at this opening night. So ultimately there's a history of the Negro version of the, the plays. So like this tradition is not something that we need to get rid of because the representation in theater is not one-to-one, -one, you know? So it's like, we can't just say, all right, no, we're trying to make sure everything's correct. In theater, I'm okay with keeping the tradition until 
the opportunities is exact. The success of Hamilton is almost like the success of Book of Mormon. No one knows that these things are going to be the phenomenon that they are, but people are like, oh, that's not worth the money it is. Ultimately, yes, it is. It's like they do the hip-hop, they come with the songs. Like you, You've been to musicals before. I've been to some, and I, I brought up the Spirit 76. There, are, there were some... There were some, uh, I think they had a song in there with, I think, Mr. Hamilton in the Spirit of 76, 1776. I think that's what it was called. But uh, I think it's, some of those things are hard to do, having a song that really feels natural. And a lot of these songs really felt natural. And that's the hard part of going to a theater and not being, and I, I'm, I go back to my first point, is just like, I feel like the, the doing a cast of all color in theater is just, Playing with, staying with the tradition of saying we can have representation of allowing other people play these parts. And if it's a, all, a total ensemble of, <laughs> of a mixed cast, and that's what keeping in that tradition. That's my opinion on that. I mean, that's a good point. I think we, we need to, I just say it's that you get the person who's going to be best for the cast. It's like, I remember years ago, the Rockettes said they couldn't have any black. Um, dancers because, you know, they had that whole white line going up and down with the legs. And you're like, what? <laughs> uh, that was the reasoning they had, or one of the reasons I heard they had. So, and, and now, you know, but look, I, it, it's, it's, a, it's a weird situation. It should be to be the people who can do it, but also giving people the chance to do it. You know, it's not enough to say, oh, we're getting the best person available for the job, but then they don't give anyone a chance to, to say whether or not they can do or, or show that they can do the job. So, um, it's, it's really difficult. Um, in terms of, and I know this is not related, this is kind of related to the topic. It's like you have the founding fathers. Right now, there's a lot of people going out and saying, hey, tear down all these um, statues and the history because it was uh, because of slavery and they were slave owners. But you know, you got to also remember that, yeah, this, this country was founded on slavery. And you definitely had many of the founding fathers who were involved in that, you know, either personally or, you know, through business or whatever, or accepted what was going on. But the fact that it matters, many of the freedoms that we now um, cling to, the freedom to, 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 to um, assemble, the freedom of speech, you know, comes because of they took the step to fight against England. Yes, of course, they only thought the right would be limited just to them or their class of people for the time being. But because of the institutions that they helped to set up in the, the Supreme Court and Congress, many of these rights have come down to all of us and eventually also to African-Americans when they were um, free after the emancipation proclamation and in legislation, but I'm saying, and give them the right to vote. So uh, my thing is that you just don't say, all right, we're just going to, you know, they always talk about whitewashing history. You don't just, 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 I guess, colorize history and say, well, this didn't happen. You know, these were important things that happened and for good or worse, they helped to make us the country and the people that we became and to just automatically just say, forget about it. And I think this is where, um, Lynn, uh, um, Lin-Manuel Miranda is important is that he was able to see a book and I think a lot of people are going to look at it and say oh it's huge it's dense it's like I'm not even going to look at this and say how entertaining this book was and that's by the way I think the book won a Pulitzer a Pulitzer Prize for the biography and he's like wow you know this would be a great thing to to do um, to, 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 to be able to expand explain Hamilton it doesn't it's not a dry story it's not a dead story let's bring it out to light and, and give it to a new audience and teach them about the history of the United States. Yeah, it doesn't touch and cover every single aspect. And yes, it does miss out on, on, on touching, delving more on slavery and stuff. But the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, it's an it's a interesting piece of history of music and entertainment that brings things together. 
and I give him nothing but kudos because after watching the show, I think I'm, I like it a lot. I know some people, and I know several African Americans who watched it and have been engrossed. And again, I, I just gave a prominent example of the president, former president Obama and his yeah. family, and, you know, among others, but among actors, among historians, they've all watched it. And a lot of them have been like really impressed with it. So we have to be careful with this whole, like, let's just change history totally on what we're doing. And remember sometimes the medium that we're watching, we're, we're being entertained. And if you really want to learn about something, guess what? Pick up a book or write that, your own book. That's, that's the point of saying our entertainment has to be 100% valid for it to be presented because we're too dumb to go do the research afterwards. It's not, this is entertainment. It's not presented as this is 100% factual. It doesn't need a disclaimer. They're singing songs. The actually is that this is a, a, not to say fictionalized, but you know, it's, it's, it's narrative. So stretching the thing as far as trying to get the dynamics. So you get to the thing, and you know, life doesn't have, like, like life doesn't have an intermission where you stop for a while and go out and get popcorn. It's, it's like, it's a story, it's a narrative. And that's one of the things that people gotta forget. And if you like it, that's the thing that happens. You go out, and even in movies where you have something that's based on a book, you read the book, it's like, oh wow, I just bought the book on Jaws and there's a lot more stuff about the city and this, that, and the other. Or I bought the Time to Remember, to remember and it's keying into all of the things that happened on the Titanic that I didn't know about. And it's like, oh, and then ultimately people feel, oh, that would be cool, that would be cool. But I always go to the example of Notorious, the B.I.G. movie, the Biggie Smalls movie, is that how do you fit Jay-Z in this story? How do you fit his business partner, Lance Rivera? They don't fit in. It doesn't, Puffy, Biggie, and Lil' Kim. That's the dynamic, and his mom. That's the dynamic, and his wife. Then you add another one, how does Jay-Z factor in? Puffy is the friend. It answers all the questions about him, him having his friendship aspect. Right. That sort of thing. Well, it's been a pretty far-reaching discussion on the whole situation with Hamilton. And uh, again, I say go out and watch it. And, um, you know, I wish P will concur. And I just got to say, spin a rack. Out. Oh, last thing. Because P.D. is going to shoot me. Please comment, subscribe, thumbs up, thumbs down if, you, if you're interested in what we're saying. Okay? Keep it up. Peace out. Out.